We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We do continue on here on a Wednesday evening. My name is Matt Pauly, and hour number two of the program. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. You can also tweet at me at Matt Pauly on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. So this is one of those situations where you're just being dumb. Like I just, I read this uh, and it's, I, I couldn't, so Eric Kay is a guy who used to work for the Angels in their communications department. He was the individual that gave the drugs to former Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs that resulted in Skaggs's death. Uh at some point, there, uh, when Skaggs was in jail, he made some comments that got caught somewhere. I, I, are there recording devices all over jail? I don't know. I don't know how this works. Um, but uh, at, at some point, he got recorded in jail uh, saying to somebody else, "Quote: I'm here because of Tyler Skaggs. Well, he's dead." So F him is what the exact, well, obviously there was a word there where I said F, but you understand what, I, what I'm saying. That resulted in him getting more years added on to his sentence. The, uh, the mandatory minimum on this is 20 years in prison. And the judge who actually, the judge was like openly talking about the fact that they didn't even like the this mandatory minimum, that they thought that this mandatory minimum was too much, that the mandatory minimum should have been something less. So this judge didn't even want to send um, Kay to jail for the 20 years in the first place, thinking that that was too much. But because that dude was an idiot and said what he said in jail, the judge basically said, well, I you have to get something more because you have not shown remorse. If you show remorse, you might the, the court might look fondly upon that, 
but no remorse whatsoever. So now he's getting, he just lost two more years of his life because he was an idiot and said something stupid to somebody in jail and because he couldn't be remorseful. There's a life lesson in there somewhere, right? Like his life is already off the tracks when you're providing drugs to baseball players that result in death and you don't feel any remorse whatsoever. But there's a life lesson in there about what you should say and what you shouldn't say. So I saw that. I just could not believe it. You have a sympathetic judge who already feels like 20 years is too much and they're putting you in for 22 just because the judge could not basically look at themselves and not feel like that they didn't do something to address the fact that you showed absolutely no remorse uh, for what was going on. It's wild, wild. Uh, right now, baseball is continuing on. Phillies and Braves so far. The Phillies have yet to lose a game in the postseason after sweeping through the Cardinals. They were able to hold on against the Braves yesterday. Right now, the game is scoreless, and it is in the bottom of the third inning. And we'll see how this one goes. If if Philadelphia can find a way to steal this one, all of a sudden they're up 2-0 with the series shifting uh, to Philadelphia. Like the, I mean, what, what do you say about this team who has just kind of found it all of a sudden at the exact right moment? That's why the baseball playoffs are such an absolute crapshoot. Now, I I would suspect that Atlanta wins this game. Obviously, I don't know for sure what's going to happen. I would suspect that Atlanta wins this game and, and they get going. All, all season long, I've thought that Atlanta and the Dodgers were the two best teams in the National League. I also thought that, especially against, I would not have felt good for the Cardinals if they matched up against the Dodgers. If the Cardinals would have beat the Phillies, I would have felt okay uh, with them against Atlanta. I think they could have taking care of Atlanta. No, like one of those probably like 40, 60 type things where I thought they maybe had like a 40% chance against Atlanta, but that's a legitimate shot. Like it would not have surprised me had the Cardinals been able to get to this series and win this series. But then if they get to the NLCS and they play the Dodgers, I would not have felt good. Like that's one of those, you talk about having a puncher's chance. They would have had the puncher's chance and not a whole lot more than that. But here the Phillies are with, with an opportunity to maybe win this series and continue to stay hot. The last team to get into the postseason, the National League, the team that had to kind of really, the reason the Phillies are even in the postseason in the first place is because the Brewers couldn't win a game to save their life down the stretch. The Phillies just barely, they didn't back in because they won enough games to hold off the Brewers. But a lot of times you see late in the season when a team is fighting for a playoff spot, they go on a run, and the Brewers just did not have that run in them when they were trying to get into the postseason, and the Phillies end up uh, getting to the postseason instead. I've been thinking about this a lot. Like you, you think about all the things you say, especially when you're wrong on stuff. All the while, I said that I would have rather have seen the Cardinals play the Phillies than see the Cardinals play the Brewers uh, because in a best-of-three series, it's that starting pitching, and with all due respect to Wheeler and Nola, who really did, obviously they did a very good job uh, against the Cardinals, I was more confident that the Cardinals could handle Wheeler and Nola than they would be able to against Woodruff and Burns. And now you watch what happened in that series and you start to rethink those things that you thought. And I'm going, well, maybe I was wrong on that. Maybe actually seeing Woodruff and Burns would have been better because you're so much more familiar 
with those two guys, maybe the familiarity would allow you to go have some success that you weren't able to have against Wheeler and Nola. I don't know. It's a it's a darned if you do, darned if you don't type situation. If if they would have ended up uh, playing the Brewers, say, and uh, they lose that series, then we might be sitting here talking about the fact that it would have been good to see them uh, play the Phillies instead. And the bottom line is the offense just did not do what it needed to do. And here we are talking about a season that has uh, since come to an end. All right, uh, we are going to have a, a really cool interview coming up in uh, just a few moments. Uh, Tyler Kepner uh, just recently wrote a book. It's called The Grandest Stage, A History of the World Series. There really has never been kind of this all-encompassing book going through the history of the World Series and uh, going through many of kind of the, the sideline storylines that existed in many of these uh, World Series. And obviously, the Cardinals play a very big role in that with the number of times that they've played in the World Series. Tyler Kepner is uh, set to join us. He'll be with us in uh, just a few moments. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. News Radio KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. The Cardinals will not be playing in the World Series this year, but they have certainly been there a lot in the history of the organization. There is now a book that is really uh, the definitive history of uh, the World Series where a lot of great kind of side stories, un- stories that have not, um, not, 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 
you, you think of a World Series and you think about what happens on the field. Sometimes there's some other things going on as well that uh, just create for some great stories. And uh, Tyler Kepner, who is a uh, national baseball writer for uh, the New York Times, has his new book out. It is, um, it's available, The Grandest Stage, A History of the World Series. Tyler was just here in St. Louis uh, covering the Wild Card Series as we welcome onto the program. Tyler, before we get into the book, I guess just very quickly, you covered that series between the Cardinals and the Phillies. What was kind of your, your takeaway from a Cardinals perspective of how they end up getting swept in that two-game series or three-game series? Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Um, it was it was a great, you know, it's always a great time down there in, in St. Louis at, at playoff time, but you knew that, um, you know, there was a chance that uh, we could see the end of, of Pujols and, and Yachty. I, mean, I had my pick of, of first-round matchups, and that's what I wanted to see. Um, I think it was great that they went out with with hits, um, you know, sort of turn it over to their their teammates to try to try to finish, you know, try to get them back in. It just didn't happen. I mean, the Phillies' starting pitching was was better. They couldn't touch it, um, and the, their defense let them down a little bit. I, I think it everything sort of shifted on on uh, you know when Helsley's couldn't couldn't throw a strike, you know, with his with his finger issue, and they let him kind of stay in there a little too long um, in that first game. So, I mean, it was a great season for the Cardinals. I feel like it's a little uncomfortable in the sense that like, you know, we had this great wild card weekend and there's a division winner that didn't even get to play in a division series. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that's fair, but then again, you could say, well, you know, they knew it going in, they knew they had to have one of the top two records to avoid that, that round, but it's, it's tough. If we're going to say that the division title means something, um, I think you got to get them out of that, 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 wild card round you got to reward them a little more than just home games which are fun for the fans but don't really affect um you know who wins or loses the owners wanted one more playoff team in and then only the top team would have got in that first round by so obviously not everybody's completely happy with this playoff format we just went through a long deep negotiation between players and owners but do you feel like even maybe before the next cba we could potentially see the two sides come back together and tweak the playoff format again I wouldn't count on it. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess if there's a problem that everybody sort of agrees on, um, you can maybe reopen it. But they tend to only reopen that stuff for like you know drug agreements and stuff, uh, you know tighter drug testing, which comes with a lot of public pressure. So I don't know. I mean, these sides don't don't get along on very much anyway. Um, so to 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 reopen, it, I guess if there's more money to be made and they can make the convincing argument all around. But look, if they re- if they open the playoffs again uh, even more, they're not going to reduce the number of games because that would reduce the, the money they get rights wise. So they would o- it, it could only expand, not contract. And if you expanded this year, you'd have had every team with a winning record making the playoffs because the only two that didn't were the first teams out, and that was Milwaukee and Baltimore. And I don't I don't really want a league where every winning team gets the playoffs. I think that's a little that's a lot too uh, generous for me. Tyler Kepner continues to join us. Let's get into your book, which is fantastic. The Grandest Stage, A History of the World Series. As I've gone through it, I have a PDF copy, and I did a a Control-S, I guess, and put in Cardinals, and I went through all the stuff that you wrote about the Cardinals, and obviously there's there's a lot of Cardinal stuff with uh, as much as they have been in the World Series. What What was maybe your favorite kind of side story involving the Cardinals that you got into the book? Well, uh, you know, my first World Series that I watched as a fan was 1982 when I was seven. Um, not from outside Philadelphia, so I was not rooting for the Cardinals. I, I, they had Lonnie Smith, who they who had been a Philly, and I did not like that. Um, but I remember 
game six and thinking like, well, this is the night Milwaukee's going to do it. I mean, they've got they've got Don Sutton, you know, great pitcher, Hall of Famer, um, going up against some kid named John Stuper, you know, a rookie um, with a very low profile. And John Stuper went out and pitched a complete game in the rain, and they knocked Don Sutton out of the game, thirteen to thirteen to one. Um, it was, and John Stuper just sort of willed himself to pitch that entire game through two and a half hours of rain delay and a big temperature drop. Um, we wouldn't see that now, you know, pitcher, you know, managers and coaches are much more careful with young pitchers, but in talking to John Stuper, who was the baseball coach at Yale for many years, um, he has no regrets at all. And he's told that to Whitey Herzog, like, don't let anybody tell you Whitey that you ruined my career or anything like that. Cause I would do that over again. Um, to get us this ring, and you know that 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 was that was pretty cool to hear him say, and it was cool to hear him say how Don Sutton reacted to it. Because after Game Seven, Don Sutton, you know, went over to the winning clubhouse and shook his hand and said, "You know what, John, this wouldn't happen without you." So that's the kind of stuff I really like. You know, getting into the stories of maybe some guys who who uh, are only remembered for for one or two games that they did. Um, you know that they had in the World Series, but uh, I'm going to remember them and, and happy to share their stories. They say time heals all wounds, and you're uh, part about uh, the Deckinger situation. I thought it was interesting because Whitey Herzog was incredibly bitter uh, before he got into the Hall of Fame, was blaming Deckinger for maybe keeping him out. And when all is said and done, they're having a fun moment where they're presenting him with a, a watch that done, is done in Braille or whatever. Like it's a, it, For me, that was maybe the most fun part about that part of it, just watching kind of the, the evolution of how people felt at one moment. And look, I'm, I realize that there's a lot of people People listening right now who still have not forgiven Don Deckinger, but in your book, kind of seeing how that relationship came around, I thought was cool. Yeah, thanks. I mean, you know, I, I think Herzog, um, you know, I, I, it was obviously they they all felt like something was taken from them. Um, but when you when you hit you know under two hundred as a team, um, you know when you when you go out and get bombed in Game Seven, eleven to nothing, uh, really completely come unglued in that inning after the uh after the blown call um you know with a with a pop up that that lands on the top dugout step um that that Jack Clark uh you know couldn't couldn't met, couldn't handle uh, a cross up between Worrell and 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 Porter you know on a wild pitch uh you know the 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 base hit by Balboni and then of course the winning hit by Orge I mean there were lots of ways you know, Todd Worrell couldn't get a strikeout that inning so you know I mean it was it was crazy that it all started with a blown call and and it clearly was a, a blown call um but the Cardinals really uh you know they didn't do themselves any favors with what happened next the David Freeze game, which is obviously one of the greatest games and individual performances we've seen in World Series, you got a lot on that, and uh, the 3-1 pitch that maybe was not a strike and it being called for a strike, so Freeze stays in the box and gets the gets the next opportunity. Where, As you think about all these great moments and great games, where does that Freeze game rank for you? Really high, because you know when you talk about a, a, a team that's down to its last strike, um, in game six and comes back to win. That's amazing. And then when you talk about that same team that did it twice in one game, um, that just elevated that game to really the, the on the short list of best games I've ever seen. I mean, the, the Rangers, I think, had five separate leads that the Cardinals came back from. Um, you know, there there was controversy in terms of, like, where Nelson Cruz was was positioned. And I talked to Ron Washington, um, you know, for the book, and he's still – uh, regrets that he didn't move the outfielders back 
or boot Cruz back a little bit. He says he just, you know, it was the one time that he didn't say that he, he forgot to check on it, he said, and, and, and that was when what burned him. Um, it was a tough play for Cruz. I think people kind of unfairly sort of, you know, hang that on, on him. I think it was more of the, the coaches and the positioning that they – they didn't put him in the proper position. They could have. They could have put Andy Chavez out there for defense if they wanted. Although Wash never did that. So, um, talking to specifically, obviously, I've talked to you know Freeze over the years, but talking to Lance Berkman really was a joy because he's just such a wonderful guy, and he came up there with two outs and two strikes against Scott Feldman in between and got a base hit um, to tie the game. So uh, that was just yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to beat that game for for pure drama. Just a couple more minutes with uh, Tyler Kepner. Another thing I really like about the book it it reads you can you can read it from start to finish, and it's a it's a very easy read to do that way. But it can almost also be used almost like a reference book where you can go to the back and uh, you know, every player that's mentioned, you've got them listed in the pages that they're listed on. So it, it's almost it feels like something that as people are talking about baseball stories, they need to have this book next to them so they can go, you know, go reference uh, whatever maybe they remember and get the full story. Yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, I, I love, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to write a book without an index. I mean, I, I think it's, it's, it's cool to be able to just cross reference stuff. And then at the end, I, I, I had some fun with it doing um, a bunch of lists and like, it was kind of weird to me that there was never any world series MVPs before 1955. And uh, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to name them. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to decide right now. It's my book. So I'm going to do it. And, and, you know, so I got those first 50 or so world series. Uh, I, I gave them and they don't get any for it and they're all dead anyway, I guess. But, um, you know, I, they, they're all recognized as, uh, you know, with MVPs for the, you know, before the MVP was given out. So I had some fun with it. You're picking all-time World Series teams and, and greatest World Series of all time, that kind of thing. Because uh, you, know, you go back in the, in the history books, and, and there's a lot, of, a lot of fun stuff to find if you, if you look for it. It feels like this is more than just a book. It's almost a, a labor of love in many ways with as much work went into it. How long did this project take you? Uh, it was three years. Uh, <laughs> three years from the start of, of when I got the, uh, the deal to do it. But I really feel like it's been, it's been something I've been um, – you know, looking looking forward to my whole life since going to the first World Series game I went to back in 1983 um, in Philadelphia. So it's uh, it's something I've always been kind of naturally interested in, and, and to be able to uh, you know kind of share my curiosity and, and, and viewpoint on all this stuff with uh, with readers is is it's really fun because I you know I mean we all look at things differently, we all have our own perspectives, and um, you know I feel like hopefully mine is is something that can connect with the readers because I feel like the 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 one thing I can do okay is 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 tell stories and and uh, what a great setting to uh, to tell stories in from the World Series right the, absolutely the name of the book the grandest stage a history of the World Series Tyler Kepner New York Times national baseball writer the author Tyler fantastic work on this it's amazing thank you for uh, spending some time and uh, sharing your thoughts on it oh, well thank you very much for having me on I appreciate it I'm glad you liked it very good there's Tyler Kepner uh, joining us here on the program great you. It's it's fantastic. It's one of those books that you can, uh, as you're watching the World Series, you should just put on your coffee table in your TV room, living room, wherever it might be, and uh, have it ready to go. So when you and family members or friends are reminiscing about a moment in the World Series, you can just grab that book and have the story right there ready to go. Great job uh, by Tyler Kepner, and we appreciate him taking some time with us. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. When something an athlete does at a game results in criminal charges, 
We'll discuss it in just a moment at Sports Open Line on KMOX. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yannier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We do continue on. Have about uh, 25 minutes left in the program. If you want to get in here before all is said and done, 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. I think one of the more... Interesting decisions that the Cardinals are going to make this offseason. And I do think it's a decision to be made in the offseason and not a get to spring training and see how it all plays out is whether or not they can trust the catcher's job to the combination of Kisner and Herrera. Are they confident that those two guys can do the job or do you bring somebody else in to the team and maybe even give them a starting type position. If you listen to uh, to our own Chris Ranji, who you can hear on the uh, show weekdays, 10 to 2, he wants Wilson Contreras. The Cubs are going to uh, give a, um, a qualifying offer to Contreras, but he wants Wilson Contreras. I'm not totally sold on, uh, on Wilson Contreras, but friend of the program, Carter Chapley, who uh, covers the Cardinals for STL Today and also uh, STL Pinch Hits, all under the Post-Dispatch umbrella. He uh, quote-tweeted something, uh, an article coming from Sportsnet, which is the network that uh, covers the Toronto Blue Jays. And this article from Sportsnet reads, quote, a left-handed or switch-hitting center fielder would be ideal, talking about what the Blue Jays need. A left-handed or switch-hitting center fielder would be ideal, and one could perhaps be acquired with their surplus of catchers. The St. Louis Cardinals, set to lose the retiring Yadier Molina, have Dylan Carlson and Lars Nootbaar and make for an interesting potential match. I guess, I, first off, I'd like to hear this, and I'd love for you to text in on this. This is a question I want to throw out on the text. and um, the, My question to you is, who would you be... if? If the Cardinals are in a situation where they have to trade, I guess have to is a weird way to say, but they're going to trade, there's a deal they want to make, and the deal is contingent upon them either sending Lars Nootbaar or Dylan Carlson. Who do you want to see them trade, and who do you want to see them keep? Nootbaar versus Carlson. You only get to keep one. Which one are you keeping? Text in. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, text into that number, Newt Barr versus Carlson, which one do you want the Cardinals to keep if, if, and this is a total hypothetical situation, if they are in a situation where there's a move, a deal to be had, and they're going to have to include one of them. 
And it's interesting because you go back to the trade deadline, and there was all those rumors out there that one of the holdups, holdups in the uh, Soto deal, potential Soto deal, was the Cardinals not wanting uh, Dylan Carlson to be in there. I don't know how much that was really true and how much that held anything up. I don't think it did. But uh, we're in a very different spot right now uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, where those two guys are at considering the way they played in the final couple months. So text in 314-436-7900. Not going to take phone calls on this right now. Only text in 314-436-7900. Tell me if you want uh, Newt Bar or Carlson to be your guy. So then that brings us to the potential uh, what catchers would be available uh, from Toronto with their surplus of catchers. And you do look at the guys that they have in Jansen and Kirk and Moreno. Um, they've, I like, I like Kirk. I like Alejandro Kirk. Uh, he would be, he's fun. Like he, he doesn't look like the, uh, the average major league baseball player out there, but he's, I mean, to use one of those kind of classic baseball terms, just a guy that goes out there and just, he's a gamer. He finds a way to get the job done this year from an offensive standpoint, he hit 285. 14 home runs, 63 RBIs. Um, yeah, I he would fit. He's fine defensively. Uh, I I think I am, honestly, I think I'm more comfortable with them trying to bring in a stopgap measure at the catcher's position as opposed to just handing the job to the, conv- to the uh, combination of Kisner and Herrera. Now, where that, where, where you get held up in all of that is... Herrera still has a really, really bright future, and he's still one of the top prospects in the organization, and he looks like a guy who absolutely is going to uh, be somebody that is is going to be a big part of this team, and you would think that at some point there's a good chance he's going to be the starter, but you don't know for sure because it's a catcher, and there's so many things that go along with being a catcher. There are, uh, catcher's probably the, probably the most common position in baseball where top-level prospects don't thrive at the big league level because there's just so much that goes on with that job and it's really tough. So are you going to hold open a spot for, for somebody who you, you want to give them the opportunity to spend some, some legitimate time at the big leagues well, Kisner has been sitting here waiting his opportunity. He certainly did not embarrass himself this year. Like, I'm not trying to throw these guys out, but at the same time, I don't feel overly comfortable with these two being your guys next year. I would like to see the Cardinals bring somebody in at that catcher spot and then let the other chips fall where they may. Got some, uh, you know what? It's unanimous across the board. We're getting the text messages are starting to roll in. So far, every single text message that we have received uh, has said uh, Newt Bar is the guy to keep. Newt Bar is the guy. Uh, Newt Bar has more intangibles. I don't think it's it would be a shock to potentially see Newt Bar being um, uh, in, in center field at some point. Uh, w- defensively, what does that do for you? Because you like to be strong up the middle. And I know we all watched Harrison Bader and as, as good as he was defensively, and the outfield was not as good defensively once Bader was gone. How much better of a defensive outfielder in center field is Carlson than Newt Bar? I mean, he's better. But is it is it that much? Is it something that Newt Bar can get better at? But I just yeah, they're coming. All these text messages are coming in 
314-436-7900. You can text into the program. If anybody wants to defend uh, Dylan Carlson on this one, uh, you are being outvoted right now unanimously because everybody says if it comes down to those two guys, Newt Barr is the guy that uh, that they want to see stay in the organization. And there there is. There's a lot that it's just it's very interesting to me to watch what happened really post-trade deadline because – I don't think the Cardinals wanted to move Carlson. You know, it's one of those things when there's smoke, there's fire. So somehow the story got turned into Carlson was the piece that the Cardinals were not willing to give up for Soto. That's not a true story. But I do believe that the Cardinals were not overly willing to give Carlson up, that they didn't want to in that situation. It was something they wanted to avoid doing. Now, Carlson did not represent himself well in the final couple months of the season because of injury, right? Like that, that had a big part to do with it. And it was a very weird thing. It was a very odd thing because one week you're not trading him, not being willing to trade him reportedly for, for Juan Soto. And the next week he's having a hard time even uh, being in the lineup. So the way that whole thing uh, played out certainly uh, is interesting. And yeah, I don't, I don't all of a sudden Newt bars, the guy, he, um, throws guys out at home, covers enough ground, is a spark plug, brings energy. Like everything that he does, he became such a big part of this team and a fan favorite, and that's why so far uh, every single text message that has come in has really uh, focused on uh, Newt Bar being the guy. So I don't I don't think they're going to be in this situation where you're going to have a decision to make, Lars Newt Bar versus Dylan Carlson. But I also do think I would expect the Cardinals to – make some trades this offseason, maybe not huge trades, but some trades nonetheless. And I think there's a good chance that there's going to be players off the big league roster that get moved. There's a There are a handful of players who have been in the big leagues this year that I could see a scenario where they end up getting moved, whether it's a, a situation where they're blocked at the big league level now, so their value to the organization uh, there's more value to them playing for another team based upon what you get back. There's going to be other players out there that you just think need a uh, need a change of scenery. So whatever it might be, there's going if if they're involved in the trades uh, in, in the trade market at all this off season, which I expect them to be at least a little bit. Sometimes you can you can find some better deals, especially when you do have some surpluses at, at different positions. And the Cardinals do. The Cardinals do. And they they have an outfield surplus as it is right now, and that doesn't even include the fact that you've got a Jordan Walker who just moved to the outfield as one of the organization's top prospects and is could be in the big leagues at some point this upcoming season, Not probably not to start the year, but it is not crazy to say that he could be in the big leagues uh, before this upcoming season does come to an end. Uh, you take that and you also um, you, you look at a Mason Wynn who's going to be in the big league soon as well. I mean, you, in all likelihood, uh, both those guys are on the 2024 opening day roster, and there is a legit possibility that each of those players do make their major league debuts coming up uh, this upcoming year. So just something to kind of consider. There's going to be a lot of things that are thrown out out there about where where teams could go, 
And the idea of the Cardinals getting involved with Toronto because Toronto needs some outfielders and they've got uh, a number of catchers and you could potentially move one of them. I thought it was an interesting thought. I'm glad that uh, Carter Chapley caught that and uh, tweeted it out. 314-436-7900. Yeah, if you want to continue to uh, texting in uh, about any of those things. We do have one. Got um, got got one person saying uh, to uh, trade Newt Bar. Every other text message uh, that we've gotten has been pro Newt Bar. Got a couple, though, actually now. So uh, it says, I love Newt Bar's energy and spirit, but Dylan Carlson is by far the superior athlete and defender and switch hitter. Keep Dylan Carlson. Somebody else says trade Newt. Um, yeah, so there it is. There's a, it's a little bit more uh, mixed now than it was earlier, but it seems most people at this point uh, do, if, if you're stuck between one of those two players, most are going with Lars Newtbar. We'll grab a, a quick phone call before we do uh, wrap up this segment. We'll go to Tom. Hey, Tom, you're on Sports Open Line. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, got a few things to cover with you. Maybe you can uh, shed some light on. I think we're giving up too early on Albert Pujols. His his second half of the season was, as you know, as everybody knows, we all fell in love with him for what he did. Hey Tom, can what I can I, I can I stop you real quick? Like we're not the ones giving up on him. He's the one who's retiring. If he didn't want to retire, he wouldn't have to. Well, I think we should go back after him, just like we're going to go back after Wayno. Wayno's problem was he got injured, and his ball wasn't breaking enough. His uncle Charlie wasn't breaking enough because of the injury that he uh, sustained a couple of weeks ago. But let's go back to Albert for just a minute. I think he just found love here, both him and the crowd with him. Tom, he was asked every single week, hey, are, are you think any reconsideration here? You're playing so well. Might you want to come back next year? Every single time he said no, he's content to retire. I, for what he did for baseball, what he did for the Cardinals, if he wants to retire, let the man retire. I don't think so yet. I think he's after well, he can get a couple more records, especially going after Babe Ruth. And we got the designated hitter thing now. Tom, tell me one thing he said or did that would make you think that he doesn't want to retire. His his face, his attitude, his 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 love for us, our, our love for him. He made that statement at the beginning of the year because he didn't want to be bothered. But I think that if we give him the right money and position. He will do this for the St. Louis crowd. He feels bad about leaving us 10 years ago. There's no, nobody's going to tell me any different than that. He feels bad about that. And this is a chance for him to write that off. If he comes back next year for us for one more year, possibly two, the way he's hitting, let's, let, you know, let's make him the designated hitter or try this one on for size. How about putting him at first base and picking up Cabrera that's it's going to retire. So you're just throwing yeah. away the MVP, Paul Goldschmidt? Let me tell you why. <laughs> I think that they figured out how to pitch to him. And it's and once you figure out how to pitch somebody, he his batting stance is great if the ball is up. But if it's on the outside, he's having trouble with that. Maybe make him the designated here. I don't know. But we cannot let Albert Pujols go yet. We cannot let Wayno go yet. We've got a World Series coming here. Tom, how old are you? I'm 72 years old. Have you retired from whatever career you were in? I did, but oh, guess okay. what? My boss asked me to come back, and I did for two more years. Well, but he said, don't leave, after I announced my retirement. 
Okay. So, you know, if, if, it's put, if it's put at you the right way, we love Albert. We love Albert. And maybe my thing about Gold, Goldschmidt is way out of line. But why not Cabrera for a designated hitter? Why not Albert for a designated hitter? Why not go after Bader again since he's now got his hair cut and he's alive? All right, I mean, Tom, I, I appreciate the call. Uh, I think Tom's living in a dream world. Albert Pujols wants to retire. Let the man retire. Let him have some peace. He's had a long career. He has made it very clear he wants to retire. We wrap up Sports Open Line next on KMOX. Keep up with all things Cardinals with Cardinals Conversations. Hear pre- and post-game shows. The latest from the manager in the front office. How Albert's doing. Home run, Albert Pujols. The replays of Live by Lowe's and much more. Cardinals Conversations. Available now on the podcast page at kmox.com. Matt Pajeski, you can play U2 as bumper music anytime you want. I'm all in on this. My favorite band of all time. I've the only time I've ever seen them live. I've never seen them like truly live in concert, uh, but they did uh, the Super Bowl. The Rams were in the Super Bowl. Uh, it was that first Super Bowl after 9 11 where they did the thing where they had the big screen behind them, and they ran all the names of everybody who had passed away in uh, the terrorist attacks at the World Trade Center, uh, and it was just like the most emotional thing I've ever seen in my life. So I've seen them play, I think, three shows or three songs live when I was at the Super Bowl, uh, and they did halftime. But yeah, my favorite band ever, and I've, I love concerts. Just have not, it just has never really worked out where I've had the opportunity to uh, to go see them. All right, uh, wrapping things up here on the program. I want to mention this real quickly and. Um, this is one of those things where like, I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out what I believe on something, which is, which is the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do when you host a sports radio show. I, there's supposed to be a topic, and you're supposed to have an opinion on it, and you're supposed to share your opinion. Um, Devontae Adams of the Las Vegas Raiders, if you've seen the video, he was coming off the field on Monday night after that game against Kansas City, and... A photographer kind of got in his way, and he was obviously frustrated, and he shoves the photographer, and the photographer falls down, and it was it was a legit shove. So it's a weird thing because you've just gone through the last three hours of playing a physical game where guys are getting tackled, and somebody kind of gets in your way, and you're frustrated, and you shove a guy down. Now, Devontae Adams is a pretty stand-up guy. When I was working in Wisconsin, he was he was with the Packers, and he was just somebody who I always thought was a pretty good dude. And uh, immediately after, he was asked about it, and he apologized for it. But the photographer that he knocked over has filed charges against him. And Devontae Adams has been cited for an intentional, overt act that inflicted bodily injury that's according to uh, court rec- records that were released earlier today. Charges being filed in the municipal court of Kansas City. And Devontae Adams is expected to return to Kansas City and be in court there on November 10th. If convicted, he could uh, face a jail term of up to six months or a fine of up to $1,000. So if, you, if you're Devontae Adams' lawyers, what you do is 
you, you try to pay this guy off, you you know plead to some sort of no contest where uh, the agreement is no jail time and you just pay whatever fine it is and you just move on from there. And that's probably what's going to happen. I would be shocked if Adams actually shows up and is in court on November 10th. They've, the, the, this seems like too easy of a thing to be able to work out ahead of time, unless this photographer is just like a huge Chiefs fan and he wants to give a, a big you-know-what to every member of the Raiders by you know forcing their top wide receiver to have to go through the situation. So here's what I'm struggling with, because like clearly there is stuff that happens during a football game, during a hockey game, that... It's part of the game. If it were to just happen on the street, you know, if you go body check somebody into the wall while you're walking down the sidewalk, you can't do that. But it's part of the sport. There are also things that happen uh, in a football game that have gone over the line and things that have happened in a hockey game that go over the line. And occasionally uh, charges are filed. This was something that happened off the field. But it's also kind of on the field all at the same time. When I first hear that charges are being filed, I go, ah, Really? Like, is that is that really the thing to do? But then when I'm thinking through it, I'm going, but why not? Like, if you're that photographer, why not? You're out there doing your job. You're not a football player if you're a photographer. You're not, I guess I don't know who he was employed by, but I assume he was not a team photographer. I assume he was some sort of journalistic entity. Like, if you're the photographer, like, I'm not mad at you for deciding to file charges if you're filing charges for the right reasons. If if somebody, if I'm walking down the street and somebody punches me, I'm going to file charges because I just got punched. Uh, that's why I want him to file charges. I hope he's not filing charges simply because Devontae Adams is a member of the Las Vegas Raiders. You never really know. And it's just, it, to me, it feels like there's a gray area in there. It's murky. Like all the blame, 100% of the blame here is on Adams. You got you to be better. You got to know better. You can't do that. You can't put yourself in that position at the same time, like really we're we're filing criminal charges over this. It's going to turn into nothing. It's going to turn into nothing. Got a text message from the five, seven, three. He assaulted that man. Yeah, he did. He did. Is it worth filing charges? They should have just, if it's a, just go get money. Like if I'm the photographer, like what, how much money can I get here? What I'm going to get in contact with the lawyer and say, I, I've got this amount of time to file charges. Here's the amount of money it's going to take to get me not to file charges. That's it. That's, that's my move. If I'm that, because you're, you got, God's got a whole lot of money. He's one of the highest paid players in the NFL. All right. Uh, that is it for this edition of uh, sports open line at your service on the way. Next, our guy, Brad Young has the program this evening. Thanks so much for uh, being tuned in. It was fun. We'll be back with you uh, coming up tomorrow, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. It's Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 